Welcome back to the show. You are now in the hall. Apologies for the late episode. We'll be back on Monday for our regularly scheduled show. Uh, It is late, but I am making up for it. We have a special guest, my buddy Adam from Alabama. We met at a weed shop out in Los Angeles where we worked together for quite some time. And uh, he will be joining us to talk about the adventures of what goes on in a weed shop in Los Angeles. You know, you got some crazies, you got some celebrities, crazy-ass celebrities, and uh, homeless people, you know? You get kind of the full spectrum. You know, I've had librarians come in. I've had, you know, I've delivered to college campuses where teachers would run out in a hurry and go thanks for getting here so fast uh these summer school kids are retarded and then i would hand them a bag of weed and gummies and they would give me cash it was very interesting because usually that's illegal but you know now i'm selling drugs to teachers professors college campuses See, so yeah, I will have Adam on. We'll call him in. I know, uh, you know, you guys are probably like, well, why don't you just edit him on the show? Um, I like having the raw audio of the call. So here we go. Mr. Matt. Big A, what's going on, brother? What's up, Sean? How you doing, bro? Oh, I'm good, man. Just laying low for the evening. Figured I'd give you a call. You are live. Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. I can hear you crystal clear. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you, man. What's going down? What's going on down in Florida? Shoot, man. Just laying low. It's open, but everyone's still kind of weird. You know, I'm like in the towards the middle of or uh, you know, Florida, so people uh, you know, people care a lot about the virus, but if you go like anywhere else by the coast, you know how it is. Right. Anywhere rural, they're like, what virus? We don't give a fuck. Who cares? Been on any gator tours or anything? Uh, I haven't. There was one in our lake in the back, though, which was pretty cool. Any size to it? Eh, it was it was a, it was a youngin, probably like a four footer. Nothing, uh, you know, nothing worth wrestling. I, I hear you. Do you uh, <laughs> sling it up, sling it out of the water and scare Nancy with it? <laughs> no, it was, I think it was the first time she saw a gator, though, like, in person, which was pretty cool. She was on her toes, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. It was creepy, man, because it was, like, in the morning, and you know how they just kind of appear? Just the head. Right. Just but, out of nowhere. Yeah, they're, they're kind of, they're so creepy, man. Uh, did you ever shine, like, the flashlight on them at night, and it just has the, uh, like, the orange eye lights up? Like some oh, uh, yeah. Jurassic Park shit? Of course. It'll bring chills. Oh, it, they're so creepy, man, but you got to love them. Got to. Well, I appreciate the call, man. Your podcast has been rocking and rolling. Oh, man, we're trying, dude. It's been, uh, you know, it's so different, man. I was telling telling some friends, like, it, in the comedy scene, I'm like, man, to go from the stage to, like, just talking by yourself in a room, you know, you almost feel like you're, like, a confined prisoner. You know, was uh, that done any uh, shows down there lately or what's going on? With that? 
Yeah, so I had the the New Year's Eve show. Uh, that was real cool. That was at this bar called Wise Guys. It was like this lounge, and uh, no one cared about, you know, the virus. So it was packed, and it was a great yeah. show, man. Everyone wanted to have a good time, and, uh, you know, I'm pr- pretty sure everyone did. And then, uh, yeah, just, just open mics and stuff, but nothing major. Might have a show in February um, out in Iowa out of all places. Yeah, so people up there, man, they're – they want to see some entertainment. I think everyone does at this point, man. It's just there's a lot of underground stuff in New York, a lot of underground in L.A., and, you know, people are going to figure out how to do it regardless, so. Well, we sure miss you out here. That was our that was our number one thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. There was, Follow you, you, Jerry, and Fonta, man. Y'all are, that was the best. Yeah, so much fun, man. Some of the best shows just – out in Malibu, the Mint, R.I.P. the Mint, where you could just, everyone could just roll up in a little jazz club. That was so nice, man. Yeah, that was ideal. Uh, we got to get you back out here once. I know. 20, 2023. <laughs> yeah. I got to do like a week out there. You guys should come to Florida or something. We got an extra room. So we'll if you wanna... in Iowa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Hell yeah, dude. Well, I, uh, you know, I mentioned that we work together at the, the gone shop, man. So let's tell the people what goes on. Oh man. (laughs) Always something different, but today was one of a kind, something that hasn't happened before. We, uh, had a, a guy strapped in cameras. He had to have three or four of them. I don't know how he was juggling so many, but he, had all the equipment, all the gear and gadgets, comes up to the front of the shop, not saying a word, just super sketchy. Uh-huh. Uh, one of our other employees goes out there and she tries to scare him off. And then Bud, bless his heart, he, uh, our 80-year-old security guard, yeah. gets out there. He's yelling at the guy, are you deaf? Are you deaf? What's going on? Get the hell out of here. The guy's just not saying a word, just filming. Bud just zooming in on Bud's face, and we don't know what the hell's going on. So Bud kind of gets a little bit riled up and starts swinging a broomstick at the guy and dog cussing him. And the guy whips out a, a full canister of pepper spray and just unloads. And so I'm I'm actually in the store helping a few customers, and here comes Bud stumbling in, doesn't know where he's going, just trying to make it to the bathroom, saying, "The motherfucker got me." He, he shot me with pepper spray. So oh, he, shit. I escort Bud to the bathroom, and I'm just dumping water in his eyes and trying to calm him down. He's pissed. He's saying, break his cameras. Break his cameras. Damn. So we, we really don't know what to do at this point. But So we were calling LAPD. They're, they're referring other numbers to us. They said they're just, you know, <laughs> saying there's, there's no way they can make it. But here, call this number. Try these guys. They could be in the area. LAPD gave you a different number saying try these guys yeah (laughs) they're referring numbers to us wow Uh, our our owners in there saying this is my business you know this I mean this at this point this this guy with the cameras is causing a a huge scene he's cussing out customers he's cussing out us I mean it's just running off all our business so after about 
think it was 50 minutes to an hour, LAPD rolls up, about six of them pop out. Obviously, they don't want to be here. They just nonchalantly walk over to the scene. They're like, oh, no, this guy again. Oh, so they so, already knew this guy. Yeah, so they know this guy who actually identifies himself as a girl. Oh, classic. So, this girl um, apparently is known for going around the businesses and doing this exact thing with just, like, sketchily filming the front until someone comes out and then basically just trying to start cause a scene and, and um, get the, the other, uh, the third party riled up. So he, so it worked on us and the cops basically claimed that there's just nothing they can do. Um, he was on public property. He pepper sprayed our security guard after, after he swung the broomstick at him. And he, uh, there's just, there's nothing they can do. So as he is cussing us out and still filming us, the cops just claim, I'm, they're just saying, I'm sorry, guys. They're just, he's just, he, there's a word, they called it a First Amendment auditor. <laughs> oh, my God. This is just a daily occurrence. And he's done this at the police station, and this happens almost every other day. So. And he just tries to sue? Yeah, he just tries to get some kind of money out of it. So when he's outside cussing us out and all the cops are around looking at the film, trying to figure out what the hell to do, we're getting calls. Our phones are just blowing up. I guess it's just people that are, you know, teamed up with them, and they're just laughing, saying, y'all are done, y'all's business is ruined. And oh, my saying, God. Got, who's laughing now? Your security guard's going to jail. And it's just like something I've never seen. He somehow has a, a decent-sized following, but... Anyways, the cops, so the cops come in and they say, well, you took your gun out, talking to our security guards, we're going to have to take you to jail. So they end up taking our security guard to jail and leaving this lady to just keep harassing us in front of our shop and running off all our business. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was just... Just the ultimate troll. An ultimate troll who, I guess is good at his job, I don't know, he's... He's some kind of hero on YouTube, it seems like. He gets all these <laughs> oh my <God>. followers. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I think a, one of our homeless guys that watch, keeps an eye on the shop eventually ran him off and maybe hit him with a skateboard once or twice. I'm not really sure. but Oh, yeah. Anyway. How's that for a First Amendment audit? Anyways, it was just a huge shit show. And, Dude, uh, our homeless customers used to, like, they would die for that shop. Oh, they they... It's it's home to them. They love it, man. I was blown away at at the uh, the veterans hospital where the people like it was like an apartment slash like care facility. And uh, did you ever end up delivering over there? I never delivered, but I know all the guys who live there. Yeah, man, that was such a wild like experience when you had to deliver to the veterans hospital because you would just walk up and the nurses are like. Like, everyone's interrogating you. Sign in. Why are you here? Who are you? And you don't want to be like, I'm the weed man. You know what I mean? At this, right. like, because a lot of the times the, you know, the guys were keeping it undercover. So you'd be dropping off, like, weed pens to, like, Vietnam veterans. And they'd be like, oh, man, thanks for coming through with the gummies. They're like, you guys have cherry and all that? And you're just, like, in some hospital room where some guy lives just, like, hooking them up. And, uh, yeah, those guys would just wheelchair, you know, wheelchair 
the best man was uh was the older the older Star Wars fan, the black dude. You know who I'm talking um, about. He would just yeah, man. He would just come through and be like, "What up?" He was that was like his day, man. That his wheelchair had enough battery to ride all the way down to the beach to pick what up about some. Levon? Levon Johnson on the, the man-made scooter. Who is that? <laughs> just another one of the vets that uh, he's just always in there, and he, he somehow handcrafted the scooter from scratch, and he's just. He's just trying to sell. He's trying to sell it now, but he uh, <laughs> he's in like every other day, and just he's just another part of the family, you know. We just hook him up with shots and popcorn, and oh hell yeah, just another guy that likes to hang around. But uh, yeah, man, the homeless and the homeless community and the vets are they're the bread and butter. They're <laughs> they're the best, man. The uh, my favorite was Chris. He would just come in bleeding, and. Just to get him out of the store, you'd throw him like six joints. Like, hey, here you go, man. No matter what, if he had, if he had a dollar, you'd give him ten joints. If he had twenty dollars, you'd give him twelve joints. Just as like, yeah, there was, there was just like, there was like, please, please don't bleed on our floor. Just take whatever you need, you know. Just hit him on a post. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. But yeah, Chris has actually been on the loose lately. We're, we can't figure out where the heck he is. We, uh, we went, we actually went over to his mom's house looking for him, but we haven't seen him in days. I don't know if he uh, took a trip or what, what's going on. Oh, yeah, he definitely took a trip, all right. But yeah, we sure miss you around there, man. It's uh, not the same without you. Oh, man. Yeah, dude, I, I miss it too, man. I, I love that the, uh, that, that job was just so different, man. Like, Coming from Florida and and I know from from you being in Alabama, like we were just opening tubs and like hundreds of pounds of weed. I mean, they had us blending the stuff, you know, and like the uh, like an actual blender grinding up just mass amounts of weed. And I'm like, dude, this feels so illegal, but you know, come to find out, it's like essential. You know, it was like a liquor store; they let it stay open. We couldn't believe it when when COVID struck and everything shutting down. We just we had no idea what they were gonna do, and you know how LA, LAPD works. Everything, you know, they they said we're essential. So yeah, it's just so crazy. And then just the like, just the fact that the, there's like no rules, you know, and and other companies would come in and they'd bring boxes and boxes of samples, essentially like just ounces of weed and you'd be like yeah just leave it we'll try it and let you know you know we're just smoking all that stuff for free oh yeah there's there's always an abundance flowing around i usually uh i smoke so much on the job i usually have to uh tamper off when i get home oh yeah go on a jog dive in a cold shower to maybe get a nap in (laughs) oh i know we were smoking like rappers and it was like the like like the variety was unbelievable, you know. It was like as soon as you, no matter what time your shift started, like even if you came in at eight a.m., they'd be like, "All right, you know, let's get a couple joints going." Oh yeah, every rap song I was hearing the first week or two I worked was just mentioning strains that we were smoking on a day-to-day basis. So. <laughs> that rapper but, um, weed, man. 
it's been an interesting gig. I knew I knew on the third day after seeing Dog the Bounty Hunter walk in that I was in for a, a wild ride. But oh yeah, fun. we had some legends in there, man. The uh, the other crazy thing was like how much people complained. Like the uh, customer wise, like they were just spoiled. You know, like like oh, I don't like that packaging. And it would be like a glass jar with like some gold. They're like, oh, I hate that packaging. And I'm like, what do you tell your dealer in the Burger King parking lot when he hands you a a glad bag full of weed? Do you be like, oh, this packaging sucks? Like, no, you take it and you go home and you shut up. You know, it's just like everyone was so spoiled. Oh, everyone's so picky. It's ridiculous. But. Yeah, like, oh, I only smoke this kind of joint. And I'm like, you don't even know what you're smoking, you know? And you would, it's just, it's so funny. Just tell them what they want to hear and get them out. Yeah. People would come in and they'd be like wine sommeliers. They'd be like, Oh, is this one grown in, uh, in the Hills or what temperature was this grown? I'm like, would you just shut up? Like just buy some and get out of here. I learned fairly quickly to just, just give them some kind of story. Just, you can usually tell what they want to hear and you just, just go with it. Right. I ended up, cause I mean, the days were like 10 hours. So after like hour seven, you would just be like, this one's my favorite. You would just, whatever needed to be sold that day, I'd go, this one's my favorite. This one was by far the best. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you'd be so smacked. Like I would just be behind the counter. I remember, you know, people from back home would like FaceTime me. And I would just be ripped. And they're like, I'm like, hey, I'm at work right now. I'll call you back. They're like, you're at work? They're like, you can't even open your eyes. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of part of the job. The best is the CBD products because I don't think anyone's figured out what, what they're good for or what, really, what they actually do. So everyone just comes up with something different. Oh, yeah. Well, dude, I've had the uh, the THC tincture. That's a dropper for you, you casuals. The... Uh, there would be times where, like, I'd be like, man, this does nothing. i got to stop buying it. And then there'd be times where it would kick in on stage, and I'd get off. And remember one time Gary was like, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I feel fantastic. He's like, can you even see me? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. But it was just so strong. It was like, a lot of that a lot of that CBD, THC mix stuff was like, it's either going to crush you or not do anything. Yeah. You got to be pretty careful with some of it. I, uh. I remember taking down one of those can of quenchers, the 100 milligram lemonade. Oh, the lemonades will kill you. I tested the waters on one of those one on one night shift, one really slow night. I, I was just, I, I was swerving and swaying and knocking, <laughs> knocking things off the counter. I mean, people were just looking at me like I was, I don't know, from a different planet. But people wanted that though. They they'd be they'd look at you and they'd be like, "Oh, what are you smoking on?" And I'd be like, "This is what you want right here." They're like, "That's what you're smoking right now," because they would they would use you as like a measure, like a measuring unit. They're like, "I want to get to your level." <laughs> you're like, "Well, you're gonna need this right here." Like sold. There's just so many products these days that I just have to count on the customers to to test them for me, and there's just no possible way I can test them all. So. I just go off what everybody else says. If somebody says this pack of joints is the best or these are super strong or whatever, I just relay that to the next customer. So There you go, man. It works out, but, yeah, man, we, we need you back. We need you back. Dude, I mean, I would love to, man. 
Fuck. I wish they I wish uh they opened one in the south. That would be next level. Oh, they're coming soon. You think so? Oh yeah. With the Democratic House, I think it's just a matter of time. I mean it may, it may be a couple of years, but now but I'm saying do you think the ownership there would would open a new oh. uh potentially. I mean Man, that would be the dream, dude. Just get like a warehouse out here somewhere. Yeah, after what happened today, um, definitely be looking to get out of Cali. With the rules here, but who knows? We'll we'll get some. There's so many opportunities in the industry. We'll figure something out. I'm been working on a few things. Um, well, there you go, man. Yeah, we'll talk about that offline because I got you know I'm trying to still <laughs> do the other thing too. Yeah, we'll get something in the works. Anyways, what you got going the rest of the night? Just doing some push-ups, sit-ups? <laughs> no, I knocked those out already. Um, probably just smoking and chill, man. I got a big day tomorrow and Saturday. Just been back in the sales life and then, you know, balancing the comedy. But, man, it still feels so shut down. I'm actually, like, excited to go to Iowa. <laughs> out of all what places. Are, where are you going to get an Airbnb on a corn? corn farm or something? <laughs> no they uh i think they're paying for like this like little hotel but i don't know if it's uh it's one of those shows where you're basically gonna like break even but probably lose money on food you know i bet it'll be a good crowd though yeah no i mean dude now when you do a show it, people are like you know in la it was like kind of uh even New York, it was the same thing. Like, audiences are like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be back here tomorrow night anyway. So, you know, it, it doesn't matter. But if right. you're in the middle of nowhere well, and these people... Get a couple good country cooked meals or something. Yeah, for sure. Dude, we were out in this place called The Berry. And the uh, we walked in and the bartender was yelling at people to take their mask off. And I'm like, I love this place. <laughs> She was like, we don't do that shit here. Take it off and burn it. And I'm like, oh, DeBerry, I'm going to move here. Yeah, it's wild seeing everybody. Everybody has a different uh, take on Corona. You know, how many patients we see at the shop. They just every, I mean, you'll have one that's in a full hazmat suit and then one that's <laughs> dark thin with, with zero mask, zero anything. And then it's like they run run away from each other. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's so, I mean, I remember we, we went uh, down surfing in Orange County and, you know, what's his name, went into Chipotle with no shirt, no shoes, no mask, and they gave him a burrito. And then we drove 40, 40 minutes back up to L.A. and everyone's like, put your, put your mask on, we don't want to die. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just two different worlds, man. It's something, but I'm honestly used to it at this point. I forgot what reality is, so. Yeah, I mean, I think I think everybody did, and and the hypocrisy on both sides. It's like, what's even, what's real, and what's fake anymore? No one even knows. Yeah. Well, shoot, man. There is, but uh, yeah, keep keep these podcasts coming. I'm gonna, they're spreading around LA. I've had a put a few customers on them. So. Oh man, appreciate it. Yeah, I noticed. Uh, like the first ten episodes got like a huge, a huge push. Yeah, we'll we'll keep spreading the word for you. I know it's tough with uh not having many in person shows, so we'll be fired up for you to get back out here at the comedy store or laugh factory. 
Heck yeah, man. If they survive, dude, I, I haven't even heard anything from them. There's no telling. But. Who knows, man? But, dude, thanks for coming on. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably call you, like, either tomorrow or Saturday and um, discuss some uh, some business stuff. All right. Sounds good, man. Well, nice hearing from you. And tell Nancy I said hello. Will do, we'll... brother. Hey. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man, appreciate it. We'll uh we'll talk soon, brother. And uh yeah, thanks for coming on again, man. Appreciate it. It's fun to reminisce a little on the on the shop days. Oh, we miss you. We talk about you every day, so Oh man. Appreciate you having me on and we'll uh we'll link up here in the near future. Sounds good. All right, love you, brother. Say hi to Will for me. Love you, will do. All right, brother. That was Adam abrams out there in los angeles holding it down holding the shop down for the south man uh thank you guys for being here we will see you on monday